KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. President Joe Biden set a goal of having 70% of all U.S. adults get at least one COVID vaccine shot by July 4th. With that date approaching, we thought it was a good time to talk all things vaccines. Will we hit that goal? What's keeping the unvaccinated from getting shots? How worried should we be about this Delta variant? Lots of subjects to touch on, and we do it with Dr. Donald Schwartz, Senior Vice President for Program at the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. If that name sounds familiar. He's a former Philadelphia health commissioner. He served during the administration of Mayor Michael Nutter. Give a listen. So how would you, as we talk on the last day of June, how would you rate our vaccination effort overall in this country at this point? I think good. I think the effort to get people immunized has been strong. What we now have is a fair number of people who are going to be harder to reach. They're going to be harder to reach either because they don't understand why the vaccine is so important and so safe. They don't understand why the Delta variant and other variants are so hazardous or they don't have access. So transportation is a problem when they work makes it difficult for them to be immunized or they're being told misinformation about the vaccine. So those are those are the next set of barriers we need to get over. President Biden had set the goal of 70 percent of adults having at least one shot by July 4th. It seems like people that run the numbers were going to fall a bit short. Do do you agree with that? I think it's likely we'll be short, but I'm impressed at how far we've come. And there are parts of the country, parts of Pennsylvania, where rates of immunization are well over 70 percent and in fact, close to 90 percent. So we have areas of wonderful success. Then we have areas where we really have fallen short. In parts of North Philadelphia, uh, we know that less than a third of residents are fully immunized. And we need to all put our attention to helping people understand why immunization is so important and helping them get access to the vaccine. You touched on this in your first couple of answers. But for the most part, are we dealing with those that aren't vaccinated? Is it more hesitancy slash political belief? slash uh, conspiracy, or is it they just don't have the ability to get off work and the, the where it's being offered, it's only offered certain times of the day? Do you think we're dealing with more of a hesitancy or an access problem? So it depends, I think, on the individual, unfortunately. We have both problems going on, and it's hard to tease them out. Neighborhood by neighborhood, family by family, it varies. I will say that I've talked to a lot of people who really don't understand why it's so important to get the vaccine, or they don't understand just how safe the vaccines that we currently have are. We highlight uh, side effects in uh, the news and other places. And yet, if we look at serious side effects, they are really, really unusual compared to other immunizations. So we have safe immunizations that people really need to get to protect themselves their families, their neighbors. When we look at the access problem, and I know you and I could probably talk to 20 people and get 20 legitimate roadblocks that have been put up, but overall, what are some things you think we could be doing or maybe some programs we've tried that we should accelerate to 
you know, almost try to get that door to door to get people get shots in arms? Well, I think it's trusted people within communities. We need to identify whose voices are trusted and we need to help those people have the knowledge and information that they need to communicate it to others. I have been in touch, for instance, with a group of people who belong to one church uh, in New Jersey where I work. And the pastor of that church didn't understand how the immunization worked or why it was so important. And in fact, he had a mother who's 92 years old. And it was only when I said to him, you know, think about how you could protect your mother. And he said to me, well, she's already immunized. And I said, she's immunized and you're not? He said, oh. And he got immunized and the church got immunized. So there's someone who's an important opinion leader who hadn't gone through the thought process. So I think going to folks who are leaders in communities, leaders in families, uh, leaders in faith groups, and helping them understand what, why this is so important and so safe, we need to do that now. Do we have a better grasp on what herd immunity, what the magic number is going to be? I know early people threw 70%, but it sounded like that was just kind of uh, uh, an educated guess. And I've heard people, some people say 90, 65, and I'm not talking pundits. I'm talking people that would know and are of good faith and are working hard on this. Do we have a better feel for what about that magic number is going to be? So what we do know is at the moment, the pockets of folks who are not immunized is the issue. So in places where 70, 80, 90% of folks are immunized, that's great. But there are a lot of places where there are 30%, 40% of people who are immunized, even 50% of people who are immunized. That's not likely enough. So we need to work on the pockets. Herd immunity is a funny concept because it's about the whole population. If you're in a neighborhood or you're in a church or you're in an uh, employment situation where nobody's immunized, everybody else could be immunized around you. But if all the people you work with aren't immunized and they're traveling and they're going places, it's an issue. You are not going to have a benefit of herd immunity. We talk about hesitancy. What are the biggest questions you get about vaccines at this point? And have the questions evolved from six months ago? Or are you still getting pretty much the same most consistent questions? So I get a lot of the same questions. What I think happened was people formed their opinions back in February and March, and they haven't updated them. They're living with what they thought back then. And I will say, when vaccine was first available, I said to people, I'm going to wait for a million folks to get immunized before I get my vaccine. And I think I was probably number one million and one. And we now have more than 300 million vaccines given out in this country. That's a huge number. And with very, 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 very few people, very few people who have had serious problems, people are safe having gotten the vaccine and they're not getting serious infections with COVID. Think about how many people we all know who were in the hospital or died from COVID. And we now have a safe, easily available way to protect ourselves and our families and our loved ones. Why are people not getting immunized? 
How concerned are you about this Delta variant that we've heard so much about that has that is starting to take over as the the dominant variant here in the U.S.? Yeah, I'm concerned. I'm concerned because people set their expectations about how easy or hard it was to get COVID based on previous versions of COVID. This version is much easier to catch. So people who thought they could get away without wearing a mask when they weren't immunized in the past, that is not going to work with Delta. Delta is really, really easy to transmit from one person to another. That's a big problem. And everybody who isn't immunized, who has an expectation that, oh, you know, I, I missed COVID for all these months, their expectations may be overturned by Delta. Delta is much more easy to get than past versions of COVID. Uh, if you're fully vaccinated, though, mm-hmm. I mean, should you, you should maybe be aware of Delta, but not overly concerned? Am I putting am I not giving it enough credit there? No, you're absolutely right. What we know from lots of experience now is you're much, much, much less likely to get Delta. And if you get it, you are really unlikely to have serious infection. It can happen, but boy, compared to people who are not immunized, you are 95% less likely. I mean, that's really good coverage by a vaccine. Much better, for instance, than the flu vaccine. We have heard so much about variants and Delta obviously being a variant. I'm curious, and this is op- this is how viruses work. They mutate, they, you know. Yeah. But do they only have so many cards to play? When I say they, I mean the virus. Is there a certain point where it doesn't, it can't mutate anymore? Or could this go on in, per- in perpetuity? So you never know with any given virus. We have viruses like measles, for instance, where we have a shot for measles. We've had that shot for measles for almost 60 years, and it's worked on measles, and it still works on measles. We have flu immunization, which needs to change every year because the flu virus changes constantly. It is likely that COVID is going to continue to change. One major reason is that in order to create a variant, there has to be a lot of virus in the community. A lot of people have to have it so that one of those people can have a virus that grows a little differently. If we could have everybody immunized, we would dramatically reduce the chance that there would be any variants going forward, which is why it's so important to have everybody here immunized and everybody worldwide immunized. If we could really get vaccine into the vast majority of people, We wouldn't have to worry about variants. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.